Welcome, one and all, to the toss-up. Today is February 26th, 2024. Good golly, where did this month go? Um, I have two returners here to reignite their rivalry and perhaps announce a new winner. Davis, you are hopeful for today. How you doing, my friend? This is my redemption story. You know, last time I came ill-prepared, ill-equipped, and quite frankly, disrespectful to you, the host. (laughs) And now I am going to redeem myself and restore myself as the the toss-up king. Okay, amazing. Can't wait. Aaron, my friend, what do you have to say to that? You're going down, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going down. No, he's, our, uh, he's our grizzled champion. <laughs> I'm keeping my title, all right? I'm keeping my title of welterweight toss-up champion. <laughs> welterweight? This is a weight class? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what, what, what class welterweight is, but I think it's one of the middle ones. It's the, the weight middle class. Yeah, it's going to be... Amazing. I think it's going to be fun either way. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm just going to have fun with it. Until I start losing, and then I'm going to throw a tantrum. <laughs> okay, well, I'm looking forward to that. we got five games on today's docket. We're going to start, as always, with Week in Review. Uh, you guys keep up with this week's news? How you feeling? Uh, moderately. Uh, Moderate. That's fine by me. <laughs> we'll see. There's, okay. I found an app on my phone called The Daily, which is just, like, essentially the app version of that, like, NPR, like, Week in Review or Day in Review, like, oh, yeah, or yeah. morning thing. And still... I didn't look at it. (laughs) (laughs) They could not have made it easier for you. This morning I was like, maybe I should look at that. And I was like, that feels like cheating at that point. (laughs) We will see. We will see. Well, uh, we have 15 questions from this week's news. Feel free to jump in as soon as you know the answer. Uh, Whoever wins this only gets one point added towards their final score. Bit of a primer. Don't stress. Number one, whose brother testified before the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee as part of an ongoing impeachment inquiry? Was it Joe Biden? It was Joe Biden. Well done. Yes. Joe Biden's brother, James Biden, was in front of the house. Were you also sitting here, Davis, being like, do Trump and Biden have brothers? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I was like, I just can't believe his brother's name, James. I feel like if you're going to name kids, you don't want the same letter to start the names. Yeah. You got to switch Yeah, my parents. Uh, here's number two. Thanks in large part to its AI chip development, what company hit a $2 trillion market cap, making it the third most valuable company in the U.S. behind Apple and Microsoft? Open AI? Not Open AI. Is it Amazon? Nope. Meta. Mm-mm. Um, Can I have the name of the company? Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> happy um, to give it. You would not get a point along with it. Okay, so um, what did they do again? So they are best known now, and the majority of their income comes from AI chip development. Um, is it Dell? It does not Dell. They don't actually make computers. This is the tricky part about this company. They are a manufacturer, but they're not a, I guess, distributor? I don't know what the word is for it, but it's not like HP or Dell, names that you'd see on computers. They are the makers of what's inside your computers. And they oh, are man. tremendously successful. Uh, are they Intel? famous? They're pretty. They're pretty famous. It's not Intel, but it's it's more similar. Yeah, but they're pretty famous now. I mean, given that they're the third most valuable company in the U.S., I want to feel. Like I guarantee you, you've heard their name, but probably never given it a second thought. The answer that I was looking for was Nvidia. Nvidia uh, is now the third. Oh yeah, most you are one hundred percent correct. <laughs> like that is a name you hear like twice in your life and you're like 
Okay. No, that's, gotta, no, that's that yogurt Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, always <laughs> in commercials for. Yeah, probiotic NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Here's number three in a crushing blow to Republican hopeful Nikki Haley. Donald Trump won which state's primary? New Hampshire. Incorrect. Idaho. This was a particularly crushing blow because it is Nikki Haley's home state. Oh. See, that... <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Um... The first word is one of the cardinal directions. North Carolina. So close, Davis. South, South Carolina. Carolina. Oh, I, I heard Davis by a hair. What? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, South Carolina is correct. On to number four, the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that what is still considered a child under state law leading to pauses in IVF care. Nope, not a fetus. Um, sorry, what was the second half of that question? I this uh, this ruling led to temporary pauses in IVF care. Uh, what is still child? Eighteen? Nope. Stillborn child? No, it's already all right. IVF is in vitro fertilization. Um, an embryo. <laughs> yes, frozen embryos oh. is what I was looking for. Indeed, yes. Alabama says that they're frozen embryos. <laughs> My favorite tweet that I saw on the topic was someone saying. Uh, for anyone who's extremely stupid, if you put a baby in a freezer, it dies. But if you put an embryo in a freezer, it doesn't. That's why it's not a baby. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Amazing. Indeed. That's funny. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Good. On to number five. Uh, what financial services company announced the acquisition of Discover for roughly $35 billion, merging two of the largest credit card issuers in the country? Wells Fargo. Nope. City. Mm-mm. MasterCard. MasterCard. Nope. Visa. Mm-mm. Chase. Mm-mm. Go ahead and look at what's in your wallet. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, um, Capital One? Capital One is correct, oh. Aaron. Well done. Excellent. <laughs> what's in your wallet? State Farm. Uh, <laughs> when, you, when you said that at first, I thought you were being literal. I was like, how do you know what kind of card I have? <laughs> Oh, like, I'm taking, I'm taking you your credit that? card numbers. I actually only do this podcast so a pal of mine can rob you blind while you're here. So, Look in your wall yeah. and you're like, is that your card? Oh! oh! Ace of hearts! <laughs> All right. Um, here is number six. The U.S. has once again rejected a proposal for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire where? Israel, Gaza. Palestine. Gaza. Gaza. Gaza is correct. I heard Davis by a hair. Yeah. Um, this one was brought forward by Algeria, and it was once again promptly rejected. Um, number, let's see, seven. What company announced that it will replace the head of its 737 MAX program Boeing. following a recent midair blowout? Boeing is Boeing. correct, Aaron. Very well oh, wait, done. Oh, you already said it. <laughs> glad, you, glad you got in there, pal. Uh, I still knew it independently. What is that on the record? <laughs> <laughs> got it. Here's number eight. A non-binary student in Oklahoma died after being targeted by three female classmates in an apparent hate crime. What was their name? Uh, Nex. I forgot their last name, though. I'm sorry. I'll give it to you, Davis. It is Nex Montgomery. Oh Indeed. Investigation is ongoing, but good golly, rest in peace. Um, here is number nine. After a four-month struggle, Russian forces took complete control of the city of Avdivka. First of many mispronunciations tonight. Um, Avdivka is located in which country? Ukraine. Ukraine is correct, Aaron. Well done. The Three fictional to five. country of Ukraine. <laughs> the fictional, yeah. Let us Call not back to It doesn't really exist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, all right, three to five headed into question number nine or number 10, rather, the Biden administration has now canceled about $138 billion in what for Student roughly debt. 4 million people? Student debt is correct, Aaron. Ooh, neck and neck, four to five. The fact that that much student um, debt exists is insane. And even more yeah. than that. Oh. Almost criminal. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 11, global law enforcement from 11 nations, including the FBI, have reportedly disrupted the Lockbit ransomware gang who have stolen how much money from its thousands of victims? 400 million. Less than 400 million. 300 million. 200 million. A little less than 200 million. 175 million. 150 million. Uh, less than 150 million. 125 million. 25 million. Oh, just under 125 million. 123 million. 115. More than 115. 117 million. 120. 120 is correct, oh. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, it's like oh, being man. in a it's like being in a trivia bidding war. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Price is Right if they kept going until they got the price. <laughs> exactly. I'm just negotiating for the right answer. Like, no. Exactly. Um, all right, we have four questions remaining. It's still anyone's game. A judge investigating the 2021 assassination of what nation's president indicted 51 people, including the deceased president's wife and former prime minister? Man, that's heavy. Uh, it is what, heavy. What country has a president and a prime minister? I'll give you a hint. It's the poorest country in the entire world. Somalia? Uh, nope. No, that's not. Uh, Closer no, to home. It's, um, is it Venezuela? Nope. Go a little bit north. It's been rocked by several earthquakes. It Haitian? shares... Haiti. A, Haiti. Haiti. In, yes, absolutely. Haiti it is Haitia. the correct answer. Jesus Christ. Haiti's the poorest country in the world? Had it not oh, yeah, that. dude. It's not even close. French, the French are not happy that they had a successful slave revolution, so they've been economically fucking that country for centuries. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, man. Three questions remaining. Aaron is rocking five to Davis's six. Wayne LaPierre was found to have misspent $5.4 million in what organization's money for his own enrichment? Bitcoin. Near. Dogecoin. No. What is Wayne Lapierre doing? Yeah, what, he was the president of this organization for a long time. France. I don't know. I don't know if he assumed the role from Charlton Heston, but Charlton Heston. Was oh, the NRA. Former. Yes, the NRA is wow. correct, Davis. Well done. Yes, the head of the NRA was embezzling money for his own enrichment. It was just million. his own guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. Just golden AKs all around. Um, He's like, I love no Call of Duty growing up. What can I say? What can I say? (laughs) Number 14, New York City is mourning the passing of Flacco, an escapee of the Central Park Zoo that lived freely in the park for many months. What type of animal was Flacco? He was an owl. He was an owl. He was a Eurasian eagle owl. You are correct. R.I.P. Flacco. It appears that he maybe flew into a building. Yeah, he secured the win. Yeah, I think so. He was found. He was found injured on the street. I don't know if there were eyewitnesses on what exactly happened, but yeah, he passed shortly after. Poor owl. Fifteenth and final question: Astronomers have located a quasar now believed to have what significance? Habitable planet. New. Oh God, no. A quasar is an extremely luminous, active galactic nucleus that's powered by a supermassive black hole. Definitely not livable for Uh, anything. It's coming towards um, us. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully. Does it have to do with antimatter? Nope. Basically, this celestial object is believed to have set a record. Is it the biggest black hole? 
Not the biggest. Smallest. No. Densest. <laughs> no. Wait, then that's emphasis. Not. Emphasis on extremely luminous active galactic. Nucleus. Brightest. The brightest. I'll give it to Aaron. It is now believed to be the brightest object in the universe Whoa. that we've detected thus far. Yes. Aaron's Unless got that you're point. looking at Aaron's screen. Oh, um, oh, I'm sorry. That was sweet. This is a new tactic Davis is trying. <laughs> was that a was that a compliment? And I just interpreted it as a roast. Yes, you did. That's exactly <laughs> Holy what it shit. was. I thought it was a comment on the overhead lighting in my room. I was like, this is an audio podcast. Come on. Can't be judged for this. Well, Aaron did secure the last point, but it was not enough. Davis walks away with the win and we can review with eight points. Well done, my friend. All right, Davis, you better decide what trivia you say, you little boy. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Davis has claimed the first point added to his final score. We're cruising right along to Forgotten 15, Screenwriter Edition. The way the Forgotten 15 works is it's 15 people whose 15 minutes of fame may have been 15 minutes ago. As you can imagine, I uh, I ran out of people really quick, so now it's just a game about 15 people. Um, so yeah, we're doing we're doing screenwriters, specifically screenwriters that were best known for their writing, not for their directing. So no Kubrick's on here, no Tarantino's on here. These are some of the most well-respected writers of their time. We're living in an auteur era. I have a good friend of mine who believes that the best movies are made by only people who write and direct. Um, Drew, love you. Go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, these are some of the 15 most well-respected screenwriters. I'll give you, you know, one or two of their most famous movies, and then I'm gonna ask you a question about their life. Sounds good? All right. Well, let's let's try it. A, a poor here performance here means blacklisted from the business. <laughs> so. Straight up. Here we go. All right, Robert Town, best known for his Chinatown script as well as Shampoo and the first two Mission Impossible movies is, according to one biography, someone who is abnormally anxious about their own health, visiting their doctor constantly. What is the term? For hypochondriac. Nice. Well done, Aaron. Hypochondriac. Robert Town is a hypochondriac. Number two, William Goldman, that. who wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, All the President's Men, and The Princess Bride, for some time was rumored to be the true author of what film that launched the writing and acting careers of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Oh. I heard Davis by a hair. Yes, he uh, he went to his grave claiming it wasn't true, but for whatever reason, the rumor has persisted that he is the true author of Goodwill Hunting. Very curious. Number three, Ernest Lehman, who wrote The Sweet Smell of Success in West Side Story, reportedly tried climbing what national monument featured in his film North by Northwest. Mount Rushmore. Backed out. Well done. Yes, he got a ways up it and said. If I fall, I die. I'm going back down. <laughs> um, He's like, it's research. It's research, guys. It's research. I don't need to go farther than this. I get it. It's big. As soon as an old movie comes up, I'm like, well, Davis is taking this point. This is. Oh, well, I'm afraid that there are many old movies to come. Oh, Here's number no. four. Patty Chayefsky, who wrote Mary, Paint Your Wagon, and Network, was dear friends with what famed director and choreographer who even upheld a promise to dance at Chayefsky's funeral? Uh, Vincent Minnelli? Not Vincent Minnelli. Gene Kelly? Nope. Uh, Bob Fosse? Bob Fosse is correct. Yeah, you had to round out the trifecta of <laughs> yeah, director like, choreographers. Yeah, the big, like, choreographer directors. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, Bob Fosse danced at Paddy Chayefsky's funeral. Pretty wild. 
On his grave. On his his grave. Yeah, he was oddly gleeful. Um, Here's number five. Francis Marion, who wrote The Scarlet Letter, The Champ, and Camille, was one of Hollywood's first prominent screenwriters. Born in 1888, Marion Benson Owens, she chose the pseudonym Francis Marion after a famous soldier in what American war? World War One. Oh, American no, War. She was born in 1888. Civil War. Civil War is correct. Well done, Aaron. Uh, which American was it? Do you know? It was Francis Marion. Francis Marion was a prominent American soldier. He ha- he was born with, like, abnormal legs. I don't know what made him famous, but he was, wow, he was a, prominent, I... a prominent figure in the Civil War. And then, yeah, Marion Benson Owens obviously didn't want to go by Marion. She went by Francis for, uh, for her pen name, so... Cool. Didn't want to go by Marion for the first name. <laughs> for the She's first like, name, yeah. Had to keep it in there. Dope last. Dope last. Name. You know who exactly. else didn't want to go by Marion? Hmm. John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up. I forgot about that. Oh man. I should get an it's extra almost point. Almost an emasculating that. name. <laughs> yeah, you should. I'm almost. I'm. I'm tempted. All right. Here's number six. It's two to three. Davis's lead. Buck Henry the writer of The Graduate, To Die For, and What's Up, Doc, was a longtime collaborator of Mel Brooks and was a founding member of what exclusive Saturday Night Live club? Oh, the, like, five-time host? You are correct, the five-timers club. He hosted ten times, and he was the first person to host five times. Indeed. Fourth point for Davis. On to number seven, Herman J. Mankiewicz, the famed writer of Citizen Kane, Pride of the Yankees, and My Dear Miss Aldrich, was often at odds odds with the studios that he was contracted with. Uh, when assigned to write a Rin Tin Tin picture, the famous dog who's star of many movies, uh, he presented a script which contained what scene? A sex scene. Mm-mm. The dog dying. No. Oh, boy. It does um, concern the dog. Rin Tin Tin biting uh, someone. Oh, you're closer. Rin Tin Tin. Mauling a kid. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Davis because I think that's the closest we're going to get. It was the dog carrying a baby into a burning house. (laughs) (laughs) I need to read this screenplay. (laughs) Indeed. He was not happy to be writing a fucking lassie feature. So he went ahead and made the dog evil. (laughs) They're like, Um, we have a note on the homicide. We have a note on the infanticide (laughs) that the dog commits. Yeah, uh, we can nix wow. that. Um, all right, number eight, Ruth Prar Jabvala, the writer of A Room with a View, Howard's End, and The Remains of the Day, was the third member of the long-standing James Ivory and Ismail Merchant team, but declined to write the screenplay for the 1987 film Maurice. The lead actor of that film, James Wilby, speculated she may have been uncomfortable with what element of the film. Uh, was it, like, something gay? Yes, it was something gay, Davis. Well done. It was a gay. It was a gay relationship at the center of the film, set in Edwardian England. Um, Ruth herself did not admit to that discomfort. Um, she said she just thought that the the feature in general was below the Ivory Merchant collaboration, but it was truly like the only one of their films that she didn't write. So. Yeah, I was using polite language. Yeah, <laughs> something gay. Something <laughs> gay. Polite language. I I could have worded it a little better. <laughs> was out all know, good. Gay? I don't know, was... <laughs> well done. All right, uh, Davis is running away with this game, oh, six fuck. to two. Here we go. Number nine, Stephen Zale- Zalian. How do you pronounce it? Zalian. Zalian. Yeah, oh. Zalian or Zalian. 
Zalian, Steven Zalian, who wrote Schindler's List, Gangs of New York, and Moneyball, started out editing super low-budget commercial horror features. What term applies to any low-budget feature formerly used as a companion to a main feature? Like a proof of concept? Mm-mm. Oh, oh, man. It's still used today, but the name originates from when you would go to watch two movies in a row, and there Double was one feature? movie that was considered a companion oh, to the main event. An appetizer. Companion movie. Um, <laughs> You've made a face at an appetizer movie. Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> If the main if the if the main feature a in a double feature is considered the A movie, B movie. Oh, the B movie. I'll give it to Aaron. Yes, it is a B movie. Yes. Ooh. So we we still call them B movies for just general low budget roots, but that's the origin of the word. There was an A movie and a B movie for double features. The B movie was the was the lower budget, less high profile of the two. At drive-ins, you know, they would show like four or five movies in a night. They would call the last movie. They would show um, the Chaser, um, oh, that's and cool. they would. They would, the owners would pur- purposely pick a movie so bad it would chase audiences out so they could close early. That's that's great. awesome. And so that's why it's called the chaser. That's so <laughs> Just smart, unwatchable, honestly. Oh, yeah, that's so fun. They're like, what's the worst like film reel we have right now? That's God damn. great. Imagine being the that's director wonderful. of the chaser. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they should still do that. Just put on any David Ayer movie. And <laughs> All right, number 10. Elaine May, the famed writer of A New Leaf, Heaven Can Wait, and The Birdcage, was surrounded by comedy from a very young age thanks to her father's theater company. Her mother and father performed what specialty comedy song and dance acts? Vaudeville? Vaudeville is correct, yes. She was born and raised in a world of vaudeville. Indeed. Um, Number 11. Norman Wexler, who wrote Saturday Night Fever, Serpico, and Staying Alive, suffered from manic depression and was arrested by the FBI in 1972 for threatening to shoot then-president whom? What year? Uh, what year? Was it Ford? No, Nixon. Not Ford. It is Nixon, Davis. Well done. God damn. Richard Nixon. Yep. Um, I don't know how long he was detained for, but he was indeed arrested. Number 12, Melissa Matheson, who wrote E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Twilight Zone, The Movie, and Kundun, met what religious leader in Tibet during her research? The Dalai Lama? Correct answer, Aaron. The Dalai Lama. Well done. Um, Number 13, Ben Hecht, the original writer of Scarface, as well as His Girl Friday and Notorious, was, emboldened by the events of World War II, uh, a vehement what advocating for a Jewish national home in Palestine? Zionist. Zionist? I heard Davis first. Uh... Yes, Ben Hecht was a Zionist. Um, two questions remaining. Number 14 is Lee Brackett, who wrote The Big Sleep, El Dorado, and Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. She was called the queen of what genre derogatorily, as the genre was not yet highly regarded. Sci-fi? Scream. Not quite sci-fi. Later works like Star Trek and Interstellar have improved this genre's reputation. Space? Yeah. It's, is it space? It's, yeah. What's a, what's a genre that includes that word? Um, queen of space age. Queen of... Space travel, Queen of <laughs> just rattling off. Dune, Dune uh, is also race. considered this. Um, Queen of space opera, space trade. Opera is the correct answer. Ooh. Yes, space opera. Well done, Aaron. Yes, she was the queen of the space opera. That's and a dope that sounds title. like a dope title, and they were using it as an insult for like that woman's entire career. Dude. But goddamn, dude, she wrote Empire Strikes Back. Good shit. All right, Aaron's rocking five points to. Davis's nine. Here's our final question 
Frank Darabont, the writer of The Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, and Mist, got his start in 1977 when what author permitted him to buy the rights to his short story, The Woman in the Room, for $1? Is it Stephen King? It is Stephen King. It was the start of a long, long collaboration between the two of them. Oh, $1 should have yeah, King did it for a really long time. He, he sold like a bunch of his oh, yeah. short stories to aspiring filmmakers for a dollar. So cool. But yeah, Shawshank, Green Mile, and The Mist are all uh, King joints. Thank you, Frank Darabont. At the end of Forgotten 15, Davis has walked away with 10 points to Aaron's 5, taking a nice lead. He's got 11 total. Oh boy, Aaron. I should have studied up on more than mushrooms this week. Oh, <laughs> Davis is at 11, Aaron's at 5. We're on to game number 3, Pasilli Pseudonyms. We have a game in which I'll give you uh, basically the answer in code. And you have to decode the answer, tell me what it is. The theme for this one is classic rock. I'm going to give Let's you go. a classic Boy. rock band in code. And then I'm going to give you one of their songs in code. So there's uh, we're going to do 10 of these. So there's 20 possible points. The first one is Tumbling Rocks. Rolling Stones. Um, the Rolling Stones. Oh, I heard Aaron. Well done. Rolling Stones. And the Rolling Stones song, Sapphire Saturday. Blue Weekend? Nope. Um, no, it's, uh, oh man. Uh, I don't even know this song. Or Emerald Wednesday, or Ruby Diamond Tuesday. Monday. Yes, Ruby, Ruby Tuesday, Tuesday <laughs> is the correct answer. Well done. Well, well. I was um, thinking of a different song by a different band. This oh, is yeah. confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're putting you putting you to the test on this one. Here's number two. Number two is Brick Blimp. Led Zeppelin. Oh, that was a tie, and the one currently what? down is Aaron. Okay, so I'm going right, to give that right. to Aaron. Um, excellent work. And the Led Zeppelin song in question is, of course, Escalator to Elysium. Stairway to heaven. heaven. Oh, nice job, Aaron. Excellent. All right. Number three, Appreciative Cadaver. Grateful Dead. Nice job, Aaron. Nailed it. Oh my Ooh. god, that was that was that was a good that was a good mix up, <laughs> yeah. sir. Indeed. And uh their song, Pyre on the Peak. Flame on the Mountain? Ooh, so close. Not flame. Pyre on the mountain. Um, I said pyre. I thought you said flame on the peak. Or fire on the peak. Oh, it's fire on the mountain. Oh, I got to give it to Davis. It is fire uh, on the mountain. What? Unless. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. I will enunciate more. I was oh. looking for fire on the mountain. Oh. Grateful Dead. All right. Here is number four. Firearms and flowers. Guns, Guns and roses. roses. Oh, that was a tie. Davis is down now, so he gets the point. Well done. What? Um, it's whoever's down in the context of the game. Oh, All right. I saw um, them live. Oh, rarely. Well, maybe you saw them play Utopian Metropolis. Heaven City? Uh, Perfect City. Paradise Not City. Paradise City is God the correct answer. Damn, I'm going well down done. in flames. That was the closing We're song. Tied. Oh, I nice. Am, well I done. I'm going down like the Hindenburg. Oh, man. Hey, it's tied now, four to four. It's going all right. Here's number five The Sandy Sams. Beach Boys? The Beach Boys? <laughs> yeah, I heard Aaron by just yes. a hand. Yes. Beach Sandy Boys. Sam. Correct. <laughs> Sandy Sams and their international hit, Puppy Peeps. Dog Eyes? Nope. Uh, man. Um, Cat Calls would also work. Uh, Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds is the correct answer, Davis. Very well done. I was thinking of songs. Oh, yeah. it is a song, too. It is I a forgot. song, yeah. Uh, best known as the album, but yeah. I, yeah. 
Well done. All right, neck and neck, five to five. Moving on to number six, Smooch. Kiss. Kiss. Nice job, Aaron. And their song, Jam and Gyrate the Whole Evening. Shake and Move the I Whole wanna... Night? Shake and Move the Whole Night. I want to rock and roll all night. Oh, yeah. damn I it. I want to rock and roll all night. Damn it. Nice. Rock and roll all night was correct. Here's if number this was seven. just the bands, I'd be crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing good on the bands. Charged Lantern Symphony. Electric uh, Light Orchestra? Nice job, Aaron. He's got it. And their song, Dr. Cerulean Scenery. Mr. Blue Sky. Nice job. Got it. All right. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, boy. He's tapped in. He's fucking imitation gaming this shit. Here's number eight. Um, The the final three are are fuck you hard, so let's do this. Urgent Isthmus. Urgent Isthmus. Emergency. Taking Uh, you back to your... To your uh, to your brief geography class in elementary school, an isthmus is a spit of land with water on either side. In this case, the hint is an antonym to the answer, which would be a spit of water with land on either side. Emergency river. Uh, no. <laughs> a prominent a prominent example of this would be the blank of Gibraltar. Dire Straits. Nice job, oh Dire Straits. <laughs> Excellent work. Ooh. Urgent Isthmus is Dire Straits. for um, Dire, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or Urgent, yeah. I should say. It doesn't make any sense. It's a it's a synonym for Urgent, but antonym for Isthmus. Uh, and I'm looking for their song, Siblings in Struggle. Brothers in Bond? Not Bond. Brothers, Brothers in, in Arms? Brothers in Arms is correct, Davis. Oh. Well done. Indeed. Uh, number nine... Dark Rest Day. Black Sunday? Mm, pretty close. Night Sunday. Go religious with that Sunday. Uh, Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> no. Satanic Sunday. You got black. Black is correct, but what would a, black what Sabbath. Would a Jewish black Sabbath. person call black nice Sabbath. job? Okay. Indeed, Black Sabbath. I was, yeah, take, I was like, Taking Back Sunday is not classic rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and their classic song, Offensive Oinkers. War Pigs. Oh, that was a tie, and Davis has got it what? by a hair. Well done. That was me yes. first. That was me first. <laughs> I heard you. And oh. the final one is Bing, motionless, chew, and youthful. Crosby, Young, Stills, and Nash? I'll give it to you. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Well uh, done. Excellent oh, work. That is yeah. uh, the youthful should have given it That's to me. Order, Bing, like... Crosby, motionless, Stills, Chew, Nash, youthful, Young. Nice. Chew and, their and song... Nash is amazing. Holy shit, <laughs> I'm glad. Simon. Okay, good. Oh. Happy to hear it. And their uh, lovely song, Instruct Thy Offspring. Teach thy Where's children. Your kids? Uh, what did you say, Aaron? Teach your children? Yeah, teach your children. That was it. Well done. <laughs> Amazing. All right, Aaron, this was a better performance for you. You added 12 points to your score, meaning you're at 17. But not to be forgotten, Davis pulled away with 8, meaning he is at 19. Oh. You've closed the gap, but not taken a new lead, Aaron. 17 19. Good movie. Good movie. That was really. A classic. Where are these planes coming from? We are neck and neck with Aaron 17 to 19. We're moving on now to Scatterplot, a lovely yes. logic game to test thy brain. 
The way this game works, as always, is I'm going to give you three random trivia questions. Each answer is worth one point, and if you can find the connection between the three answers, you get an additional two points. We're going to do five sets of these, starting with number one. What do you call a subterranean medieval torture chamber? Dungeon. Dungeon is correct, Aaron. Well done. A saucier, potager, and boucher are all types of what? Sommeliers? Nope. Uh, s- Cooks? Chefs? Say that s- Chefs is the correct answer. Well done. Um, and finally, what do you call the individual items on a to-do list? Tasks? Tasks is correct. Three for three, Aaron. What is master. the common thread? Indeed. Dungeon master, Ooh. master chef, and taskmaster. All five I, points of the first set. I am set. overthinking the hell out of this. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Davis. You got to get in the scatterplot flow state. I'm like... I'm like, what is this like word that no one uses and stuff? And I'm like, oh, this is a word I use all the time. I was gonna so say esoteric. to do, and if it was the right answer, I would have like just turn off my camera. I would have been like, nah, right, Simon, come on, <laughs> come on, give us a challenge. All right, here's set number two. A common ethical quandary is whether the blank justify the means. Ends. Ends is correct. Ends justify the means. Number two. In 2003, Dole was fined $500 million for the use of illegal pesticides in the production of what fruit? Pineapple. Not pineapple. Bananas. Peach. Bananas is correct, Davis. Well done. Bananas. Well done. Uh, and number three, according to the fairy tale, despite many mattresses, what kept the princess awake? A pea. A pea is correct, Davis. What is the common thread between ends, banana, and pea? Beans, <laughs> banana, and pod. Um, oh man. Wait, it's ends, uh, banana, and pod. Ends, Sorry. edible. Ends, banana, and pea. You fucked Beans. it way up. Ends, banana, Shit. and pea. It's all correct. edible. <laughs> They're not all edible. edible. Not a word. It's just like a factoid. Like you can eat all. <laughs> you can have ends. Um. Uh, ends. Uh. I'm thinking oh, of going to the barber soon. My hair is all uh, frayed. A bunch. What? Mm-mm. Wait, wait, wait. So what'd you say again, Simon? I said, I'm thinking of going to the barber soon. My hair is all frayed. And maybe afterwards I'll go to Dairy Queen. A treat. Ice cream. <laughs> um, Dairy oh, man. Queen? What the fuck are we talking about here? What else might you get at Dairy Queen besides a blizzard? A blizzard. Besides a blizzard? What else? Why, why um, even a burger. What else that incorporates one of our words? Banana split. Split is the correct answer, Davis. Well done. <laughs> oh, split split P, split ends, and banana split. Oh. The man has added two points to his score. <laughs> we got there, gang. We got there. All right. Amazing work. Davis is rocking Ooh. four to Aaron's six. We're moving on. I know there on. are people shouting at, in their cars. Just like, it's <laughs> just, split. It's split. Adelaide. Morons. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, all right, here's number three. In which Midwest city is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame located? Cleveland. Cleveland is I correct. I can't believe Davis. you got well it. <laughs> <laughs> this Ohio boy number is disappointed in himself. Number two, the Marvel Cinematic Universe boasts three leading men with what common first name? Chris. Chris. 
Ooh, I think Aaron. I heard Davis by just a touch. Just a titch. <laughs> oh and number three, WNBA star Brittany Griner was unjustly detained in Russia for 10 months for the possession of Marijuana. a liquid cannabis product known as blank oil. Cannaboid oil. Cannabis oil. It's a synonym for that. It's more colloquial than CBD oil? Cannabinoid. No. Weed oil. Um, Mm-mm. Colloquial. Uh... Bud oil. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, um, hash? Yes, oh, well done, Davis. Uh, Indeed, oh. hash was it. Amazing. So, what's the common thread between Cleveland, hash, and Browns? Brown, well done. Amazing work. The Cleveland Browns, Chris Brown, and Hash Browns. That's another two points for Aaron. Amazing. I, I thought that was a Family Guy reference, not the team. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Cleveland Brown. I'm like, oh, man, we're going. The funny thing is the Family Guy character is a reference. <laughs> Ohio That's trivia awesome. for you. <laughs> well done. These guys studied, and yet he missed the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tell me about it. I don't know, Ohio. I don't know, Ohio. Do we like this guy? Okay, our penultimate set. Number one, chopped fish thrown overboard as angling bait is known as what? Chum. Chum is correct, Aaron. Well done. Number two, a Commodore sheepdog is known for their long white corded coat, which resembles what cleaning appliance? A mop. A mop is correct, Aaron. Or Davis? Yeah, Finally. ooh, he good. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, he good. All right, number three, Curious George's caretaker is known only as the man with the yellow what? Hat. Hat. I heard Aaron on that one. Well done. <clears throat> All right. What's the common thread between chum, mop, and hat? A bucket. Bucket is correct. The chum bucket, oh. a mop bucket, and a bucket hat. I was thinking well chum bucket, and I was like, there's no way. This isn't, there's no SpongeBob <laughs> way, no. There is way. It's not. All right. That's it. Um, with that connection, Davis has tied us up completely at 10 to 10. Oh. There are five points left on the board. Ooh. Only one person can be the champion of Scatterplot. Number one, Stephen Hawking's theoretical framework that attempts to explain phenomena like gravity on an atomic level and multiple dimensions is known as the blank theory. String theory. String is correct, oh, Davis. Number it's two, cheese. The That's the thing Manhattan. tying everything together. It's cheese. No, I'm telling you right now, it ain't cheese. Damn. The island of Manhattan is connected to the surrounding boroughs via 15 tunnels and 21 what? Rivers? 21 rivers? Bridges. Bridges. Bridges is correct. <laughs> I was trying to think. Straight. Of 21 dire straits. I was, like, I was just like, wait, that makes no sense. Indeed. The correct answer was bridges. And number three, if someone appears to be in a state of anxiety or worry, you might tell them not to what? Panic. Stress. Worry. Synonyms wait. for these words. Panic. Uh, uh, stress. Uh, freak out. Uh, don't you blank, don't you frown. Fret? Cry? Fret is the correct answer, Aaron. Guitar? What is the common thread between string, bridge, and fret? It is guitar. Well done. Parts of a guitar. Aaron took four of the five possible points, meaning he's walking away with an additional 14 points. Aaron, you've made your way to 31 for tonight. Davis, you're adding 11, which means you, my friend, are rocking 30. Let's we got go. a lead change yeah, 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 in the 11th hour. Amazing. I'm, I'm punching <laughs> through the top. laptop. <laughs> Aaron is the biggest store winner I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs>
On to our final game. It's a super, super close one. Aaron has taken the lead with 31 points to Davis's 30. Uh, we have in front of us 30 questions. It's still anyone's game. Uh, the theme for these questions is U.S. history. So we're going to go ahead and test your, your fifth grade knowledge with some, I would say, fairly basic questions about U.S. history. Um, again, it's anyone game. So let's go ahead and settle in for a nice, calming, relaxing, zenful round of... Aaron got shot early. Just dying. It's the slowest death. And how did you have the energy to scream? No one's helping me. <laughs> Two sets of 15 questions, Aaron. Uh, or, let's see, Davis. Davis, yeah, you won Week in Review. So do you want set A or set B, my friend? Okay, I'll try set A. Set A. Davis is Ooh. up the bat. Okay, 15 questions from U.S. History. You'll have one minute to answer as many as you can. You can skip any ones that you don't know. Uh, and any ones that you get wrong, we'll also just move right along to the next one. You will not be able to return to those questions in that minute. Anyone that you skip or get wrong, Aaron's going to have the chance to steal after the clock. And any question that you don't get to within your one minute, um, both of you will have the chance to answer after the time is up. Sound good? Cool. Let, let's try. <laughs> okay, here we go. Get your history brain going. One minute on the clock, U.S. history, set A, on your mark, get set, go. On what date was the Declaration of Independence signed? July 4th. Correct. Got it. Uh, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery for all peoples except who? Uh, prisoners. Correct. The Louisiana Purchase saw 530 million acres purchased from what French leader? Napoleon. Correct. Black Thursday marks the beginning of what economic catastrophe? The Great Depression. Correct. The Plessy versus Ferguson case enforced what racial policies in the South? Um, was it school? Schools integrating? Uh, incorrect. The sinking of what ship led to the U.S. joining World War One on the side of the Allies? Oh my God! Is it the Lithuania? Incorrect. <laughs> Senator Joseph Maca Joseph McCarthy led hearings uh, in the 1950s, searching for what in government circles? Communists. Correct. Uh, what civil rights leader was assassinated on May 19, 1965? Uh, Martin Luther King. Incorrect. In what Central American country did the U.S. acquire land to build a canal in 1903? <laughs> Panama. Correct answer. All right. You got six points and got down to question number nine. That is not a quick drop performance to be scoffed at. Very well done. I just um, means... realized the answer to two of them, <laughs> but uh, it's fine. It's fine. I got right. it wrong. <laughs> all right. You got them wrong. Aaron's going to have the chance to steal. I'm a good Aaron, sport. <laughs> I appreciate it. Aaron, my friend, do you know uh, Plessy versus Ferguson? That instituted what in the South? Integration? Incorrect. It instituted segregation oh, in the South. Yes. Boy. Us versus Ferguson was responsible for segregation racial policies. Do you know the name of the ship that was sunk in the U.S. leading to World War One? Was it the Lusitania? It is Lusitania. I should okay. clarify. World War One was already going on. 
it ended the U.S. policy of non-involvement. Mm. Um, so then they got involved after. One point stolen for Aaron. Uh, and finally, do you know what civil rights leader was assassinated on May 19th, 1965? Was it Malcolm X? It was Malcolm X. Indeed. Two points stolen for Aaron. Uh, we're on to our final six questions of set A. Davis, you're back in. Number 10. Which Apollo mission was the first to deliver astronauts to the moon? 11? No, 13. Apollo 11. 11 was correct. Oh, okay. Aaron got I'm so- it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Here's number 11. What city was the capital of the Confederate States of America? Richmond, Virginia? Indeed, it was Richmond, Virginia. Well done. Point stolen. Um, let's see. Number 12. In 1906, an earthquake in what U.S. city left 500 dead or missing? New York? San Francisco? San Francisco was uh, correct, Davis. Very well done. Um, here is number 13. What colony was founded in 1585, marking the first English settlement in the Massachusetts? New Massachusetts? Was it Vir- nope. Virginia? Virginia? Nope. Um, Rhode Island. Oh, boy. It was not the Roanoke? name of a state. It was, yes, Roanoke, the first uh, English settlement. Very well done. The Roanoke Colony, indeed. Two questions remaining. What terrorist organization claimed responsibility for the 9-11 attacks? Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda, I heard Aaron. Well done. And finally, in 2013, what former CIA employee came forward as the source of high-profile NSA leaks or soundless informant? Aaron got it. Edward Snowden. At the end of set A... Aaron managed to steal six points. Davis oh, walked no. away with eight. All right. <laughs> Not a bad performance from either of you. Very well done. Considering We're going to hop right over. Considering that Davis was rattling off answers that I would have just been going pass, pass, pass. <laughs> pass, pass, pass. This, this is so <laughs> boy. Um, we are still rocking a one-point game here. It's 37 to 38. Davis has a narrow lead. Ooh. Here we are in set B. Aaron, are you ready? Uh, ready as I'll ever be. Let's do this thing. On your mark. Get set. Go. In what year did Columbus make landfall in North America? 1492? Correct. The 21st Amendment ended what temperance measure banning alcohol nationwide? Prohibition. Correct. The U.S. dropped nuclear bombs on what two Japanese cities in 1945? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You are correct. The Monroe Doctrine stated that the U.S. would take what approach to European affairs? Isolationist? Indeed. The Battle of Little Bighorn ended in disaster for what infamous lieutenant colonel? General Custer. Well, you are correct. You got it. Uh, And what civil rights leader was assassinated on April 4th, 1968? MLK? You are correct. Uh, After the Watergate scandal, Richard Nixon became the first and only president to do what? Resign. You are correct. Uh, and let's see. What war was ended by the Treaty of Paris in 1783? Uh, 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 Revolutionary War. You are correct. And number nine, in 1986, what shuttle exploded 73 seconds after liftoff, killing the seven on board? Challenger. You are correct. Man, that is a perfect performance. You got nine out of nine. Very well done, my friend. I should have chosen set B. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, if only. Amazing work, Aaron. There are still six questions remaining in your set. Either of you can get these. Here's number 10. During a British invasion of Washington, D.C. in 1814, what building was destroyed? The White House. White House. The White House. Davis has stolen the question. All right. Number 11. In November of 1963, President JFK was assassinated in what city? Dallas. Dallas. Ooh, Davis got it again. Mm. Another point stolen. 
Uh, number 12, what American president said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this right, wall? Right, right, Reagan, Reagan. Reagan. Ooh, <laughs> another one for Davis. Wow, three I points stolen. I definitely picked on that one. Oh, <laughs> number 13, in what year was gay marriage legalized in America? 2014? Neither of those are correct. The answer is 2015. Uh, one point. Oh. Yeah, no points awarded there. We only do one question. Uh, or one guess, rather, for Quick Draw Trivia. Here is number 14. In 2007, Nancy Pelosi became the first woman to hold what position Speaker in the House, House of Representatives? Speaker is correct. Very well done, Aaron. And finally, number 15. The Trail of Tears forcibly removed 60,000 members of the, quote, five civilized tribes. Name Cherokee? two of the tribes. Cherokee's oh, Cherokee and, um, oh boy, uh, Cheyenne? Nope. Uh, um, Ottawa. Uh, uh, um, nope. uh, 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 oh, fuck. Uh, Iroquois? Both of you got it wrong. Iroquois? <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna give no points here. Both of you have had your guesses. The five civilized tribes were Cherokee, Muskogee, also known as Creek, and Seminole, Chickasaw, and Choctaw. Uh, so no points awarded there. That's the end of Quick Draw Trivia. Aaron, you've taken 10 points to your final score, oh, no. meaning that you have... 47. 47. Oh, no. And uh, let's see. Davis, my friend, you added three stolen points from Quick Draw Trivia, meaning that you have completed your performance with a rockin' 41. Yeah, Aaron is yet again this is, the champion. He's the worst winner. Oh, Oh, oh yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. It was a close one. Davis led for the majority of that game. Ooh. Oh, man. Ooh. Three out of five. Three out of five, guys. <laughs> <laughs> three for five. Can't be angry at that. Every time we come oh, on this, man. it's just us against each other. Like, we're never against anyone else. Yeah, I love this rivalry. This is going great. Thank you guys for playing. That was a pleasure. Oh. That was fun. Yeah. Even until until the very end. <laughs> until the very end. I yeah, was, we were hopeful. Oh man, I was nervous. You me on the ropes. I uh, killed it. At the end of the day. Very impressed. <laughs> I should just start taking Aaron's approach of just Easy shouting breezy. words <laughs> until one of them sticks. Hey, it has worked for him thus far. Yeah. What can I say? Um, well, we'll do our credits real quick. Thank you again to Max Kolomatsky for our uh, artwork. Jacob and Big Band for our. Uh, delightful music. Abigail Ludke for helping me with this week's questions. There actually may have been a scatterplot in here from Nana Okamoto as well, so I'm just going to give her a shout-out too. Um, yeah, that's it. We are off next week. I'm traveling to the Big Apple for a little while, um, but we'll be back on March, I think that's the 10th, with Lord Knows Who. It's going to be a really great time. Um, and yeah, Aaron and Davis, thank you for your, your second episode and what is sure to be a long rivalry between the two of you. Um, this has been a pleasure. As soon as I win one, I'm never returning. Oh, <laughs> that's a yeah. sore winner. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm retiring. All right. Going top. out on top. Thank you so Amazing. much for having me, Simon. I'm looking forward to coming back with Davis for episode three on March 10th. Uh, let's so... do it. <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. If I don't have anyone booked, Jesus, you're you're wiggling your way in there for sure. Oh man. All right, this has been great, y'all. We will see you back on March 10th. Yeah. Peace. Bye. Bye.